everyone. This is episode 482 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Friday, June 8th, 2018. I am your host, Marcus Nez, and today I'll be talking about some games. I don't think I've played anything. And then I'm going to spend the majority of today's episode talking about not my E3 predictions, since it will start before the next episode, but what I'd love to see announced at E3 this year. Things that will not happen this year and will likely never happen. And when I say likely, I mean there's no chance in hell some of these things will ever happen. But a, a, a human can dream, right? Right? Uh, so I played some more Moonlighter and... The more I play it, the more I enjoy it, and the more the combat grows on me. I still don't love the combat. I haven't messed around with any type of other weapons. There are fists, like gloves you can use that are fists. I'm not sure how those handle. There are spears, which I assume handle like the broom. There are bows and arrows. (laughs) I don't know why that made me laugh, but there are bows. And they come with arrows, because if you just have a bow, it's pretty worthless. And then there are big swords, like claymores. And I've just been sticking with the shield and sword combo, which I've upgraded a bit after unlocking a few other shops. I unlocked a shop that would allow me to purchase new equipment. I got some nice uh, leather boots. (laughs) Maybe I I, I think I got an iron helmet or something. And... No new, no new sword yet. I still need to get some more material to get an upgrade. But I was able to, with these types of this type of redstone, improve the power of my sword and shield, which is nice. And from that same person who they enchant weapons, they use these things, these redstones to enchant weapons or armor. Uh, and it's a little bit pricey. You can also purchase health potions from them. Or craft your own, which is significantly cheaper, but you need a certain resource. It's like little chips of these redstones. Um, And I have played maybe a week's worth of days and nights in the game. And I'm, I'm enjoying it. I like, I really like how well balanced the game is. Like I said last episode, where you do spend a good chunk going through the dungeon killing enemies, collecting resources, managing those resources, because as you go further into the dungeon and collect better loot, you'll get items that have certain characteristics to them, certain attributes in terms of where they need to be placed within your bag. And I'm not sure if you can increase the size of your bag. You can increase your storage container at your home, but I think you can hold... 16 or no 20 20 items there's a top row of four that you i don't i don't know the significance of that row other than for potentially items that need to be put there and then your uh four by four space below that and there are attributes that certain items will have that say this needs to be placed on the left side of your bag this needs to place be placed on the right side of your bag this item will destroy one of the item that is down one and left one or down one, up one, etc. in some relative position. Uh, and I think there might be other ones that 
have some other kind of characteristics, but those are the two that I really pay attention to and notice is the ones that need to be placed in a certain part of your bag and ones that will destroy items. And usually those you want to put somewhere where they're the thing they will be destroying is off the bag is outside of the bag and then it won't destroy anything. And with, uh, when you're in the dungeon and doing all this stuff, killing enemies, collecting resources, when you finally decide to leave, the way you do it is you rub your pendant or whatever you hold the button and it takes you out and the cost to leave the dungeon increases as you go deeper and deeper into the dungeon. So it starts off at 200 gold, which isn't that much. And then it goes up to 300 and then I think the next one was 400, but that might've been a little bit more expensive. Um, and then you can also, as you go deep in the dungeon, you unlock the ability to create a sort of uh, teleportation door or whatnot, which will allow you to, instead of starting from the very beginning of the dungeon, teleport right to the last location you were at. Those cost significantly more gold, but they allow you to keep progressing further without having to go through the tedium of having to start from the beginning again. And da, da, da. yeah, and then you just, you know, you increase your town's stuff. You open more shops and do all that jazz. You open your store and worry about people who might shoplift, apparently. It's never happened to me, but I saw that that's apparently a thing. And uh, one recommend recommendation for that is to put all your expensive things furthest from the door so that if somebody tries to steal them you can get some time to actually beat them down and get your stuff back um, but the 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 store managing bit is still pretty simple you just put your items you have four spots you might be able to unlock more as you uh, gain more gold and then upgrade your store but at the very beginning you have four spots and you put items there you can put stacks of items there or just one at a time it's usually good to put one when you're unsure of what the good price is because if you price it really low and somebody buys an entire stack of an item you're going to feel pretty crappy um but once you know what the the good the, the perfect price is that will make someone happy but not too happy and not too annoyed then you can put a stack of them there uh and and it's good to like resources that you use for upgrading weapons and armor like iron or cloth etc those are good to put into your container because you can then access your container when you're doing upgrades from the various stores and whatnot you don't need to carry those things on your person they can take them directly from your at home container your at home storage which is really nice i like that you don't have to keep that and take up space um but yeah i i still really like it i'm enjoying it more and more as I play it and I like the way it just gradually opens up more and more and as I gain a lot of gold I'm able to purchase new stores and stuff like that and the first upgrade you can get for your store is a discount bin which will drop the price of an item 75% which I don't see the point of I because I, I I don't Maybe it entices someone or you can jack up the price and then have it discounted to a still a good price and people just be like, well, this is discounted because if I see something 
is not in high demand and I got a bunch of it and I want to get rid of it, I can just lower the price and put it in the regular space. I don't know what the advantage of having a clearance sale bin is and you can also get one that will drop it to like 60 and then 50%, but it just seems weird. I don't see the, the point of that. I would definitely want to have more space to open up uh, for selling more items and stuff like that, but yeah. So yeah, Moonlighter. Definitely worth checking out. I've been playing on Xbox One. And then I picked up Far Cry 5, played a smidgen of that, just the opening section, and then just kind of wandered around for a little bit after getting out of there. And that opening is intense. It's it's crazy. You, you break out of the area, and then you have a, a fairly long car sequence where you are the passenger, and you're just wrecking havoc and cars are coming after you you shoot them down and they start flipping and they start rolling a plane starts coming after you and shooting at you and there are explosions everywhere and it looks really cool and it's super fun and i'm digging it so far uh the story so far i don't really care about i don't i don't care about the villains or anything and that is not something that is uncommon for the far cry games for me i've never really cared about any of them even the ones that people like like Pagan Min or whatever the hell his name was or Voss, I don't know. None of, there's no villain in any Far Cry game that has really stuck with me. No one has made that kind of an impact uh, other than just having the, the visual memory of them because they're usually on the cover art. Um, and maybe the, the guy from this is on the cover too. I don't know. Uh, he kind of reminds me at times of was Jennifer Aniston's ex-husband? Because I think there was some movie where he was shirtless a lot and maybe had a beard. I'm like, ah, and that kind of hair. I'm like, okay, whatever. But I'm really enjoying it so far, and it's very, very pretty. I appreciate that. That's the thing about almost every Ubisoft game that I really appreciate is that they create very beautiful, well-crafted worlds that I really enjoy exploring and just being in and taking in like with the assassin's creed games or even the division i enjoyed exploring the division and the crew i enjoy that i, I think they're really good at crafting interesting worlds with interesting things to do that are enjoyable to look at um and i, I really love with third game specifically turning off almost all if not all of the HUD options all the interface options so that I can just get a nice clean experience and appreciate the landscape and the world they've created even more than I would if I just had all this crap all over the place but I'm excited to play more of that I'm excited to play it with my dad at some point and I'm excited to get like a little cougar buddy or whatever you can get I think you can get a cat buddy and I want to get that cat buddy um, other than that I haven't played all all that much else. I did go back to Beyond Two Souls. Holy crap, I hate that game. I hate it so much. The story is not grabbing my interest. I don't care about any of the characters. And all of the gameplay mechanics with Aiden floating around and messing with objects and people, I hate it all. I don't like the way it feels. I, it's just tedious, and I hate it. I don't, I'm really not looking forward to playing more of the game. But I think... I've recorded three 
episodes were so far and i'm gonna wait until i probably finish the game completely to start uploading them but i think the reason why i'm gonna stick with the game is because based on the first three videos i, I think at least to me i think it's amusing that it, my playthrough of it will at least be enjoyable because of how much shit i give the game while playing it because i really don't like it and i make stupid voices and i might it might be the most annoying playthrough ever i don't know but i think it's amusing so i'm gonna stick with it because of that and then i got the code for vampire there are people who are saying that it's just pronounced vampire even though it's it spelled vampire i don't know but i'm excited to dive into that pretty soon too and i might record that as well depending on like i you know maybe just a pixelated playthrough of that uh, not playthrough pixelated playtime but if i think it's cool and something that could be good for a playthrough series then i might stick with that as well um depends on how much i'm into the game i'm not i'm not pulling another pass here but i'm pretty sure i'm I'm 112% sure that it's nowhere near as bad as Pask here. Uh, so I'm excited to play that too. And that's pretty much it. So, E3. Do I have a plan as to what I'm going to talk about and what I'd like to see? No. Am I going to talk about every studio, every publisher, every platform? Probably not. Because I, I really have, and I think I've said this years in the past, like almost every E3 of something I like to see. But I'm going to say it again because I just want to get into it. So th this is my dumb section of me talking about things I'd love to see at E3 that will 100% not be there. And the thing, the game I want more than anything, 100%, without question, and this will never, ever, ever happen, is a new Viva Pinata game. That is Viva Pinata meets... Harvest Moon slash Stardew Valley plus Animal Crossing with the a hypothetical future where Toys of Life were still a thing and they made Viva Pinata amiibo figure things in the style of Disney Infinity figures. That's what I want. I want Viva Pinata plus Animal Crossing plus Harvest Moon slash Stardew Valley with a bunch of Viva Pinata figures. And, you know, they've created the new avatars, which I thought were already supposed to be here, but I guess they'll come out around E3 or maybe in the the fall update. I don't know. I thought they looked cool, and I liked that they had uh, a lot of different types of bodies and even, you know, uh, options for people who are in wheelchairs and stuff, I believe. So I thought that was cool, and I liked the look of them. And I think it'd be awesome to have a Viva Pinata game that once again utilizes the avatars, the new avatars. And I love Animal Crossing. I love Stardew Valley, Harvest Moon, those types of farming things where you create your own farm. You can uh, make relationships with townspeople and all that kind of jazz. And I love, I just, I just want that. I want it so bad. But that's not going to happen. What else would I love to see? I know all the rumors are saying the Rock City game is going to be a Superman game. I don't want that. I want it to be a Ninja Turtles game. You know what would happen if it was actually a Ninja Turtles game? I want it to be exclusive to Xbox as well so that they have something. And if that's, if that's the exclusive game they have, I'll, I have a heart attack. But um, I would love to see that because 
given their track record, I think they could make a perfect, perfect, perfect Ninja Turtles game. And I would be able to die happy after playing that game. It's it's what I want more than anything that I think is actually somewhat possible. But given that there are no rumors about it really, I think it's highly unlikely. I really thought that maybe when the Turtles were announced for Injustice 2, that hey, hey, WB, they're putting the Turtles in here. Maybe that's them trying to like see what people think, even though there's no way they would make it, start making a game based on that later thing. Whatever Rocksteady's been working on, they've been working on for a while. Um, but God, if, if they released a Ninja Turtles game, I would, I would die after I played it. If I died before it, I'd be very, very upset. Um, I would, I would love for Microsoft to buy the video game rights to all of Konami's properties. They're like, Hey, Konami, you can keep making all the stupid pachinko games you want and all that garbage. Let us have the exclusive rights to all of your wonderful, wonderful licenses. And then they bring back Contra. They bring back Castlevania. They bring back Metal Gear. Maybe. I don't know. But, you know, we got Silent Hill. We've got so many great things that I want. Like, what I really want is I want Contra and I want Castlevania. I don't want them now. I want them real bad. Um, I think that would be awesome. That That is 100% ever going to happen. Um, I still think it would have been great if Xbox, Microsoft, bought Atlas when they were up for sale. Because the the thing about Xbox One is not that it's a failure. It's that it's a failure outside of the the United States. Outside of North America, I guess, is where the numbers are. But um, when you look at the numbers and compare PS4 and Xbox One here, stateside, they're they're close. They're pretty close. It's it's everywhere else where PlayStation is murdering them, uh, because they have nothing at all in Japan or whatever. And Europe, they've just been trounced. And they've never done that great in Europe, but it's been especially bad this year. Um, and I think they tried doing things with like FIFA having ultimate team exclusivity things or something, but that definitely didn't work. Um, but I think getting atlas would have been a big deal for foreign markets especially japan and what ha- and whatnot and i thought that would have just been a super crazy thing if it happened but that didn't happen sega got them but you know what maybe <laughs> xbox would just buy sega and they'll get everything uh here we get, we're the new platform of yakuza and persona and all these things um i i'll, I'll take it um, what would I like to see out of PlayStation? I don't know. Is does Team T uh, Team Tico does Team Eco even still exist? I don't remember. I can't remember if The Last Guardian's long, uh, horrible development killed that studio. I feel like it did, but if not, I'd still love to see something from them. Even though The Last Guardian disappointed me in the little time I put into it. And I was just frustrated too about the whole process of that game and it being one of the two games I bought a PS3 for and then it never came out on PS3 and the other game, Metal Gear Solid 4, I hate 
despite it being from my favorite franchise of all video games. It's just a, it's a Metal Gear Solid Four is a disaster. It's a it's a piece of crap. It is awful, awful, awful. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. Nintendo, oh, give me Animal Crossing. That's all I need. You know, I'll take more Kirby too, but Animal Crossing would be the bee's knees. Um, so yeah, I really just had I I. I Put this segment in here because I just wanted to talk about that Viva Pinata game that I still would love to see. Uh, there are plenty of Genesis properties I'd love to see back. Talking about in the Player One podcast Discord, I love General Chaos. I'd love to see that brought back on anything. I think that would be a fantastic game for Switch. Bring me General Chaos. Give it to me, even if it's just the the old game. I don't care. I love that game. It's so good. It would be great on iPad. It would be great on a touch device or something. Uh, I know there was a Kickstarter that failed think five years ago at this point it wasn't that well put together the kickstarter and i wasn't a fan of the new art but i love the game and i was still hopeful that it would come together but it didn't it fell very short i think its goal was like a 125 and it maybe made like twenty five thousand. so i'd love to see that happen oh yeah i don't know that's the end of the week the mr rogers documentary is out and i can't wait to see that fairly soon so hopefully i'll see that next week and i'll talk about that and how i probably will have cried every five minutes while watching it so that will do it for today's episode there's what you don't know some crazy stuff has happened today uh and you'll never know you'll never know but that will do it for today's episode once again, I'm your host, Mark Cusnez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, my list, Steam, Twitch, and all the usual places, at PX Sausage. On PSN, I am the Kush 3 The site is, of course, PixelatedSausage.com, where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Paranormal podcast, which are both available on streaming services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to check out the art I do, you can go over to PXSArt.com. And if you'd also like to support the site in general and everything we do, like the podcast, the videos, which you can find over at youtube.com slash pixelatedsausage, the very infrequent streaming, and all the art I do, you can go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. Nothing will ever, you'll never have to pay for anything. Every every bit of content will always be free. You know, maybe at some point that'll, that'll be a lie, but... I don't see a future where I lock things behind paywalls. I just that's not me. I don't like that. I don't I don't feel like, oh, I'll only make this if I get this. It's like no, if I want to make something, I don't want to set up this barrier or put up a wall. I I just want to make it and I want to put it out there so people can hopefully enjoy it. And if people want to pay for it, without having to then they can I'm, I'm using the gems of war model gems of war is an amazing game you don't need to put any money into it but i have and you can too if you just sit like i love this game i want to put it in there so if you love pixelated sausage for some stupid reason you can go over to patreon.com slash pxs and show that love anyway that will do it for today's episode all right bye